0: Hello there, welcome back to another episode of One of Podcast where everything's on the table and nothing is off limits. So I'm going to give you my unfiltered opinion of what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now. So uh, let me just say two two things I've seen uh heard or whatever. So I'm going to give you, because uh, I just watched a video on the protests going on in Los Angeles for Ukraine and to stop the war. For the war to stop, asking Putin to stop. And then, uh, you know, showing their support, which is good, to support, whatever, that's fine. However... I'm gonna get to why they should not be doing that there, uh in a minute here. And then also uh the you know what our so called president is doing, um as in the United States. That's where I live. So whatever is that the uh the so called president is sending over seven thousand troops, but not to Ukraine, to one of the countries around Ukraine, not Russia obviously. Uh, there's one of those European countries over there, so um yeah. Uh, we we'll just say that, and then he's also in his words, providing defensive weaponry, um, to the people of Ukraine. Now, if he actually cared, he would be sending way more than seven thousand troops to Ukraine, not to another country that happens to be in the area of Ukraine or on the side of the world as Ukraine. And then also, he wouldn't just be giving you know defensive weaponry again. He'd actually be providing. Military support to stop this Russian invasion because keep in mind everybody knows that Putin is trying to rebuild the USSR uh, Now, you know, if you don't know why the USSR is a bad thing, I suggest you google it. I ain't got time to go into it. But anyway um, We have a very really long time to record this episode. Now, I'm totally against what Russia is doing um, however protesting in the streets of Los Angeles to stop the war asking Putin to stop in all honesty, in all reality, what the fuck you think that's gonna do? Putin don't give a fuck. He ain't gonna go from oh kill, all, kill all Ukrainians they don't obey, take all Ukraine or however the fuck. Are they? I can't remember. I keep that thing. Now, a sudden go, oh, well they yes, asked they have to stop. They see, they see the sign to stop, so we're gonna stop. You know what? That people in Los Angeles they want us to stop, so we're gonna stop. That's just okay. We'll stop. No, we don't give a fuck. The sign ain't gonna do shit. The only way to stop Russia is if somebody, if another world power that has a military backing and the military force like the U.S., I mean, you know, there's honestly no force in the world like the U.S. military. I mean, China might be close to second or third. Uh, Maybe. I doubt it. Uh, But... Um, you know, <laughs> I think China's on Russia's side So, you know I mean The only people that can stop it Are the US That's the only people that can stop it I mean, unless every NATO country gets together But I mean It would be great if everybody chipped in And said, hey, let's let's go stop this shit But, I mean, if we're trying to do this in a timely manner And we're trying to get everybody's approval We'll just get one president and say Okay, we're going to go over there And we're you know going to rock your shit and fuck you up if you don't stop what you're doing, stop what you're doing, receipt back to Russia, and leave the Ukrainians alone. Because keep in mind, they're not just attacking military targets, they're also attacking civilian targets. Openly, like, cities. Just, like, regular cities. Not, not military-based cities, which, you know, like, no. Regular cities of civilians, so they know what they're doing. They're trying to, you know, they trying to intimidate them, not to intimidate them, but force them to because, you know, with the onslaught. They're slaughtering them. Now, they're not slaughtering. I think the Ukrainians are uh, going to be putting a pretty decent fight uh, from where right I hear. But, and they're not giving up, which is good. They should not give up. But the only people that can stop it are other world powers, like the U.S. So, if you want to, pro, so, if we wanted to stop, if y'all wanted to stop, which I wanted to stop, don't get me wrong, I really do. But the way to do it is not to protest in the streets of Los Angeles, right? The way to stop it, or the way to get something to happen via protest, which isn't guaranteed to happen because, again, our so-called president is a complete fucking idiot. Um, I mean, honestly, if he wasn't such a, you know, spineless terrorist um, set to destroy the U.S., he'd he'd say, or the people behind him anyway, he'd say, hey. Enough is enough, Russia. If you want to keep this up, uh, then that is Man. on you. Um, but yeah, one second, folks. Yeah, sorry to stop that for a minute. Uh, as you know, to uh, work right now according to this podcast episode. But anywho, if you was such like, a spineless terrorist, you would say, "Russia, stop what you're doing. You have 24 hours to stop all your all your attacks on Ukraine and recede back to Russia." Or we will obliterate your country, and, and of course, we don't want to obliterate the little country, but we would obliterate his forces because we have the military might and the power to do that. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Is the only reason that Russia is actually attacking Ukraine is because it's have such a spineless coward of a terrorist president. You well, know, she's not you know, whatever, but um. And they know that he's not gonna do a goddamn thing. He's not gonna. He's not gonna make that threat. And you know, if he were to make that threat, he wouldn't follow through on it. Like I said, if he really cared, he would. He wouldn't send just seven thousand measly troops. I wish no disrespect to respect our troops. I love our troops. Uh, but you know, seven thousand again—that's a drop in the bucket compared to what you know, the the U.S. military has, uh, personnel-wise. Uh, you know, active reserves, either or both combined, definitely both combined. So, 7,000 troops, he'd send a lot more if he actually cared. And he wouldn't just give defensive weaponry, Uh, he calls it, to Ukraine. So, he would actually provide military backup. He'd saying, hey, our military is on their way to stand with Ukraine and stop this onslaught. And yeah, it'd probably be a bloody battle. But all, all, all battles are bloody, all wars are bloodier. And. I mean you know they're, as people are saying stop the war no more war it's like well the war has already begun and the only thing that we've done about it is to finish this fight with more firefight. That's the only time that you really fight fire with more fire because Putin is not going to be reasoned with I can I, you know, I tell you that right now he's trying to build the USSR uh, you know he's former KGB hell, he's probably you know, still a KGB really um, sorry, he probably is over there he's probably cloning himself and you know probably over there right now doing whatever KGB does uh, nowadays uh, but yeah so he's trying to the USSR and he's going to stop at nothing the only things that are going to stop him is if you know he rebuilds the USSR to whatever full standards he wants which I have a feeling is not just taking over Ukraine but possibly other countries as well and then you know does greedy, and then or you know he he's dead and that's what we need to do, is we need to take him out, and we need to take out his forces. I mean, I know it's easier said than done to take out, you know, Putin, or any, any leader of, of anything, really, especially the country. But that's what needs to happen, is we need to tell him you have 24 hours to, you know, stop your attacks and start receding back. They don't have to get back to Russia within 24 hours, because I get it'll take time to move everything out of the way. One second. Uh, and so with that, I know you notice know, a break in these uh, little bits, but you know, I can. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, you know, they're not going to get back within 24 hours because, you know, it, it's going to take time. But if they, as long as they start their, you know, when they stop their attacks and start, you know, heading back, you know, loading their troops up and all that to go back and actually heading back to Russia within that 24-hour time limit, we give them time and then I say after that then you know, however long it took them to get into, you know Where they're at Ukraine and uh, keep in mind that's fighting is they like if I pass it should take them about half the time Maybe you would know, take a little more depending on if they need to send a vehicle to refuel and all that um, and then You know we, we give them you know that time plus a day or two and then if they're not back in Russia about the time and that is you know, considered, you know at that point if I was a leader of the U.S., if I was a president of the U.S., I would say, alright, you know, even, you know, I'd secretly give them that little bit of extra time, and then I'd say you have 12 hours, you know, when the time's about up, and the 12 hours left on my timeline that I have not you know, announced to the world, and um, then i say you have 12 hours to get everything back into Russia, otherwise, consider that you are still attacking Ukraine. And we will destroy everything that is left or i mean or you can say it straight up that anything that is left in ukraine after seventy two hours any Russian military equipment personnel what have you that is left in ukraine after seventy two hours you know after first of all whatever the time limit is will be destroyed will be killed uh will be killed or destroyed whatever you know it's like even if you know ukraine said oh hey we need this you know whatever like yeah you know, we want those russian troops here say no you can put russian troops in after and then what that does that gives you a few days to get our troops over there fly some of our troops into ukraine or into you know foreign countries what have you and then basically have them ready right get get our ships heading in that direction right i know we gotta have ships in the area we have ships all over the world there's no we don't so at that point then once that Hour markets is, you know, we call, we well, got one hour left, call Putin, and say, All right, you got 60 minutes. We notice you have this over here, this over here, and this over here. Get them out of Ukraine or they will be destroyed. And then that'll be over. And then if you said retaliate after that, then, you know. Because we have, I guarantee you, we can easily obliterate anything they have. I mean, yeah, it'll be a firefight, and yeah, you know, it's aircraft. There'll be dogfights and all that. But I guarantee you, our air superiority, our air superiority, our ground combat superiority, it, well, is on top. We we hold superiority in the air, on the ground, on the sea, everywhere. So that is all we need to get get our so-called presidency to do is to give them, is to give Russia those very limited options of get out of Ukraine or get the, or get fucked up. Get the fuck out or get fucked up. That is what a real president would do, uh, you know, especially in support of an ally, you know, if, if they weren't spineless terrorist cowards if you truly support your friend, you're not going to sit and you have the military. My, I'd get it if it was like, uh, you know, Canada, right? No, no disrespect to Canada. I'm sure you have a decent military force right here. It's not that great. Because, um, so, I mean, you know, if you're like Canada or another country that has, you know, really, I'm sure those countries are the worst than Canada, like Africa, I think. It uh, doesn't have that great military force. So you don't really have the military force, but your allies. So you can't really do anything because you need all your forces, you know, that you got uh, that you can be there I and mean, you got some you know, doing, probably doing joint operations joint trains elsewhere you know of course you got them around the, you know, the world probably and you know, what have you but you can't really spare them because you don't have that great military might we have that great military might we can spare them uh, you know so I mean you know our military members are, are fantastic folks Uh, well, most of them there's of course bad apples in every group but a bad ass. Both in every, every bunch, I think. Bushel, whatever it is. But, I mean, they are great assets. I mean, that's what they are. Is They are great assets that we have trained for you know, the purpose of kicking ass. And they do kick ass. I mean, think about it. You look at every war we've been in, we have won. Right? I mean, think about it. There hasn't been. I mean, yeah, we've lost some battles, but you know, we we have kicked ass in every war. some, you know, for the majority of every war, we have kicked ass. I mean, you know, we only withdraw because you know we think it's time to withdraw. Uh, I mean, so we think it's time to withdraw, or they, you know, give it, you know, or we come to to a peace agreement. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I would love it if, you know, we could get Putin to come to a peace agreement But like I said earlier, he is not gonna be talked down He is going to do He's gonna do everything he can to rebuild the US USSR The only way he's gonna stop is when he's achieved to whatever capacity he wants it to be at or if he's dead I mean that That's the way I see it. So if you really want change to happen don't protest in the streets of Los Angeles. What the fuck are they going to do in the streets of Los Angeles? Don't protest to Putin. Because what the fuck is Putin going to do? And, and honestly, Ukrainians, well, I'm sure you know, it, it's good to see, I'm sure a couple of them, if they have time, you know, to see their support. I mean, pro- the, my guess is their internet has been down, so they're probably running on data. Um, but, you know, if they even have them over there, I don't know if they, they shut that shit down or not. I mean, considering that if you're Russia, you're going to cut down all communications you possibly can. So you're going to shut down their, you know, internet capabilities. I mean, you know, with be hacking, destroying what have you? Um, so you know, I guarantee you that you know, they're not any of they do have their that capabilities up they're too busy trying to figure out what the fuck are they gonna do that they're not looking for oh is, are people supporting us i mean a couple might be and they might start that word so yeah that's great so if that word gets out there fantastic and then my thing is with people that are like oh hey give money to ukraine don't give your money to any of those organizations right now okay because you don't really know exactly where that's going because if you think about it what is Ukrainian is going to do with that money right now they can't get out of there. They can't, not, I mean, like now they already built their homes right now. They're literally in the middle of a war. The best thing we can do is convince the U.S. as well as NATO to go over there and put a stop to Putin bullshit. That's the best thing we can do for them. That's the only thing we can really do for them right now is to peacefully protest. I don't mean the riots we had a couple of years ago. I mean, actually peacefully protest like like they're doing now. If they were to turn that, that LA peaceful protest into a peaceful protest over at the White House, right, or near the White House over surrounding the White House, what have you, again, peacefully, right, they're stay peaceful and, you know, change their signs and their, and their chants and all that. Um, so, I remember one lady was like, I don't like the war. I don't like the war. You know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like... Yeah, nobody likes the war. I want the war to stop. It's like, yeah, but... I mean, like, the way they're saying it is, like, they just want her to just... They're expecting it to just seize up and just stop and be no more. Period. End of story. But what they're seeming to not realize is... That's gonna be... That's impossible. You can't just, you know, just stop a war. This war has already started. Right, we don't want to, we don't want there to be a war. There is a war, there is a war. The war is going on, it's already been started, and now it's time for someone to put an end to it. I mean, you know, I mean, I know you know that that's when the U.S.'s problem is getting into conflicts, but then again, if you think about it, I mean, a lot of people think, well, it's none of our business to get into it. It's like, well, I mean. How would you like it if you're, I mean, if you were over there and, you know, you're living in your apartment and next thing you know, there's a lot of explosion. The building gets shaken and your best friend, Nancy Blake, just got, you know, her apartment just got blown up by a foreign military because they want to take over your country. I mean, let, let's be honest. We have the military power to do that. So while it is none of our business, it is also the way I see it, it is our responsibility to step in and at least combat that and keep them at bay. Even, even you know, if we don't push them back, you can just keep them at bay until again either Putin's taken out or by some miraculous miracle, a peaceful resolution. You know, it does come about. And then, you know, Russia stops. That's the only thing we can really do. That's what I see that, you know, it, it it's our responsibility as, and that's what I believe NATO's responsibility is, too. I forget exactly why NATO was formed and all that, but uh, if I remember correctly, that's pretty much why they are formed, is to, you know, obviously do sanctions and stuff. Because think about, what the hell is an economic sanction going to do? Because think about any economic sanctions, any trades you take in or out of countries, what is that going to do? I mean, it's okay, so you can't get shit imported, or you can't export anything. Then all that country has to do is learn how to be reliable and self-reliant. All they gotta learn to do is live off their own lands and build shit that, you know, because every country can do that. I mean, a lot of, don't, because it's cheaper to do it, you know, to send it elsewhere, buy elsewhere, what have you. More profitable, to you know, export your shit out, but that's the thing. It's like if you just you know learn how to do all that yourself, then you don't need Then one of these sanctions they're gonna do, they're gonna do nothing. to any oh, you try to stop me, but now we're ten times stronger because we just you know, you know, we learn how to do it ourselves, and now nothing can stop us because we because there's no sanctions you can make. I mean, you give a fine. Okay, we're not going to pay the fine. I mean, it's a penalty. It's like, so that that's my honest opinion uh, about this whole bullshit situation. If you like this episode, you don't have to do, you know, stay tuned. Stay awesome. And as always, we will catch you later. Thank you all so much for listening in.